amidst the confirmation of uh, the death of Dr. Wenliang, who initially sparked a concern about coronavirus, we look at how this information or concerns by medics is dealt with by authorities. Today I'm going to be talking about uh, today's um, announcement, the death of uh, Dr. Wen Liang, a Chinese doctor who has died after contracting the coronavirus uh, while he was uh, treating patients in the Wuhan hospital where he worked. The irony, his death has uh, sparked unprecedented levels of uh, public anger and grief um, within China, admittedly, because he was um, one of the initial medics or who suspected that uh, this new virulent virus uh, named coronavirus was uh, similar to SARS, the Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome. And he did initially do his best to disclose his uh, concerns, um, but apparently, again, it's very normal that, you know, experts will have uh, discussed issues or topics within their peer groups, you know, and he did this, he mentioned um, his concerns uh, within his uh, medical school's alumni group on uh, WeChat, uh, a social network, um, similar to, I suppose, uh, Facebook or Twitter, social platform. And unfortunately, his um, concerns were considered to be um, misinformation. And he was detained by local police, uh, subjected to being reprimanded for... um, spreading rumours which um, were false Um, and again this is remarkable Uh, regional um, authorities do not um, seem to be it's not just applicable to one specific country. I, I suppose this could happen in any country, um, especially if there isn't a degree of understanding about uh, how to pass on information, which really is 
highly sensitive and government authorities, public health authorities need to have processes uh, and procedures in place that where any expert from any field can, whether it's within health, whether it's within environment or animal welfare, where things can be um, escalated as or drawn to the attention of um, you know the governments um, this particular doctor he did try to sound the alarm he had his suspicions but obviously one single doctor cannot make that much of an impact and he, of course he was sharing his concerns with his peers just to probably um, you know again through his analysis I assume all the similarities with the patients he was um, treating and their symptoms wished to just discuss this and he was shut down due to ignorance really or lack of knowledge, lack of uh, internal procedures for um, um, passing on information. And the result is that this infectious disease has now, again, it's not running rampant as such because uh, authorities all over the world have done and governments have really uh, done their best in a collaborating with passing on information transparency of uh, um, the numbers who are contracting and uh, this disease well virus coronavirus and the number of fatalities are being reported in in real time so it's a very sort of coordinated response to would have been quite a you know, uh, awful uh, outbreak uh, which could have affected potentially millions globally is being, uh, and victims could have, disease victims which would have uh, been unsustainable really to um, deal with the the numbers of fatalities if this sort of global cooperation wasn't taking place at the moment between governments but getting back to the point it is important that Dr Li Wenliang has his death has not been has brought up or triggered a conversation about shortcomings and deficiencies that governments may have and really do need to scrutinise about medical staff, doctors being able to report suspicions about new um, viruses or new infections which um, rather than sort of shut down reporting they should in actual fact uh, 
encourage it through transparency and not be reprimanded because that is in absolutely no one's interest whether it's the public's or a government's however this he posthumously his um it has actually globally had an effect i think within a lot of media outlets uh, people are expressing you know their remorse that his he's actually not one of the victims which have uh, recovered from this but his he's now you know one of the fatalities number of fatalities and it's putting a face to this new virus epidemic which could possibly be an epidemic but it has been managed by authorities very well at the moment uh, with the coordinated uh, response um, people are being regularly uh, tested and monitored uh, Advi medical advice is being issued for self isolation should and you know this is throughout um globally throughout the world and the world health organization who um officials are ensuring that uh, protective uh, masks and medical supplies um are sufficiently being produced within the supply chain and uh, their distribution in areas which uh, require them um, which necessitate them essentially especially within certain provinces and countries where there have been uh, um, cases of uh, people who have contracted the coronavirus We'll have to see how this uh, develops in due course. Uh, it is uh, could consider a sort of a a, tr a flashpoint in for many countries to consider how they deal with um, suspicious of new contagions or viruses. Um, how authorities deal with these individuals and uh, how diseases are contained and and countries cooperate to ensure that uh, these new viruses which can be very virulent do not turn into a, a global epidemic. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. You can subscribe to the Commons podcast via iTunes, Spotify and other major providers.